Hey, welcome everybody to our midweek hope for our times and I hope that you will find yourself encouraged today. As some people last week were a little bit bothered when I said, hey, I don't buy, I, I buy green bananas. I got a plan for the future. I don't know how long we're going to be here till we're raptured. Uh, but I will say this, we need to be strong in the Lord, so don't forget that. And uh, we're going to get started here in just a second. But before we get started, I want to show you this book. I've been reading it on my way to Oklahoma on the airplane. This is from my friend Jeff Kinley, my colleague Jeff Kinley. Jeff, thank you very much for this book. This is fantastic. Listen to some of these chapters. I don't normally sell books on this, but you got to listen to this. Uh, Globalism at the Gates, Caesar and God, Technology and Satan Superman, End Times Economic Collapse, Israel and the Rise of Anti-Semitism. But then, be still and know that I am God, and then also another chapter, Our Finest Hour. Listen, it's not only informative to help you understand what's going on right now, but it also strengthens you. He answers the question, well, what am I supposed to do while I'm here? How am I going to get through this? Because a lot of Christians are scared. Listen, in Thessalonica, Paul wrote to them. They thought they were in the tribulation period, and that's when Paul wrote about the rapture itself to encourage the saints. Listen, you haven't missed it. You're not in the tribulation, and uh, Jesus is coming again. And Jeff, you just done an outstanding job on that book. If you want more on that, go to jeffkinley.com. Outstanding job. Thank you very much, Jeff. It was very encouraging and informative for me, and I study these things all the time. And by the way, one more thing, our conference is coming up in Huntington Beach, California at the end of June this year. Uh, Jeff Kinley is going to be one of the speakers. You're going to be absolutely blessed by him and the host of others. We have a lot of other speakers. Eight or nine other speakers are going to be there. Go to HopeForOurTimes.com. Uh, well, let's get going. I'm going to connect some dots and help us to understand just how fast all of these things are winding down. I received this from one of my viewers in New York. He wrote, wheat price rises to the highest in eight years on supply concerns. Listen to this, organ bill to ban livestock. What is that about? I, I, think, of, I think of this, to ban livestock. You're gonna hear a lot more about this. How do we know that? Because of 1 Timothy chapter four, beginning in verse one, Paul writes and he says this, now the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. This describes today. Then he says this, forbidding to marry, I would say certainly forbidding uh, the uh, issues regarding um, or, or the reality that there's male and female in heterosexual marriage. It looks like everything's going that way but nevertheless forbidding to marry. And then he says this, this is the doctrine of demons, commanding to abstain from foods. Literally this means commanding to abstain from meats, which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good and nothing is to be refused if it is received with, with thanksgiving for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. God said that eating meat is good the devil is saying, no, it's not. We're going to hear a lot more about this. So here it is again. We watch inflation. Wheat price rises to highest in eight years on supply concerns. Organ bill to ban livestock. I'm telling you, we're not going to go there right now, but you're going to hear a lot more about that in the coming months. And by the end of this year, you're going to hear a lot about it mixed in with climate change laws. Maybe I'll talk about that next week. 
Stunning War on Farming and Ranching. And then he wrote this. In the news today, China just bought, this would be a couple days ago, Monday, six times as much wheat as normal. In Europe, China, Australia, Central America, and the U.S., serious weather crop losses have happened. We read commodity markets continued its explosive run this week. The July corn contract ended the week more than 58 cents higher, and soybeans, soybeans ended the week nearly $1 higher. As corn and soybeans continue to make new contract highs, the volatility may be here to stay, especially as the money flow continues to pour into commodities. And then this is reported out of Bloomberg Wealth. Food prices are soaring faster than inflation and incomes. And then we have this. Brit Gillette wrote this excellent article. Brit Gillette wrote, a geopolitical and economic crisis is on the horizon. And then he broke it down into categories. Listen, you can go to that title, find it, Google it, do a search on it, DuckDuckGo. A geopolitical and economic crisis is on the horizon. Outstanding article. I'm not going to go into all of it, but he talks about the broken global supply chain and he breaks it down so you can understand it and what is really going on with that. Um, I think of that. In you, if you go to the store in many parts of the country right now in America and many other parts of the whole world, you go to the store, you find that some of the shelves are empty. Uh, one day they're full, next this section's empty. We're finding that lumber is missing or the skyrocketed. You're finding certain products you normally would buy are suddenly not there one day, but then they're there a few days later. Uh, we're finding all different kinds of stories like this in some areas. They have days where there are things that you can buy because they're considered essential, and then you have the non-essential things. And then he, set, he, he sets this out there. If we have a rise in lumber, uh, household appliances, rise in cost, medical supplies, pharmaceuticals, internet routers, auto parts, coffee, and on down the list. And then he writes this, speaking of the Suez Canal uh, disaster that happened a few weeks back, remember that? He writes, the global supply chain is broken and new disruptions could occur at any moment and make it worse. For example, when the cargo ship Ever Given became lodged in the Suez Canal last month, it blocked all traffic for six days. It's estimated around 10% of global trade, including 7% of the world's oil, travels through the Suez Canal. This only made the current situation work worse the impact on global shipping and supply chains will be felt for months. It's the perfect illustration of the fragility of global supply chains, but a broken global supply chain isn't the only problem. And then he writes this, central banks have blown another financial bubble, a second housing bubble. Uh, the, he talks about the first housing bubble, remember that back in about 2007, and now we have this massive bubble right now in 2021 as real estate prices are skyrocketing even beyond what people are listing their houses for all kinds of offers are coming in all of them are coming in almost all of them it seems are coming in more than people are even asking for <coughs> and then there's another uh, stock market bubble he writes since the march 2020 lows the dow now you got to listen to this the dow is up 78 percent the s p 500 is up 81 percent the Nasdaq is up 104%. The rise in stocks, get this, since the March low is the third largest in 100 years. Now here's where the real clincher is. The only two times 
where the market performed better, get this, were July 1933 and March 1936, both in the midst of the Great Depression. Wow. And then he asked this question, just how overvalued is the stock market? He says, the Buffett indicator says we are very overvalued. Then he writes, the global markets are fragile and the rumors of war abound. I want you to think of this. We have China, we have Russia, we have Iran, we have Israel, we have the Ukraine, we have the United States, we have Taiwan. Unbelievable. Then he puts this together and I want you to think of this. Unfortunately, we've seen all this before. Shrinking global trade and collapsing markets were hallmarks of the 1930s. And so were regional conflicts and the rise of imperial powers. Germany, Italy, and Japan invaded neighboring nations in the 1930s. Totalitarianism swept across the globe like the 1930s. We see similar developments today. Today's headlines tell of wars and rumors of wars. For example, China recently flew more than 20 warplanes over Taiwan's airspace. They also threatened the Philippines, anchoring several hundred ships near the Philippine Reef in the South China Sea. Meanwhile, the United States and Russia threatened to go war to war over the Ukraine, and Israel and Iran threatened to go war to war over Iran's nuclear program. And folks, we are witnessing this escalation, the rhetoric of war with Iran and Israel. If you paid attention over the last week, it is escalating. Friends, pay, pray, excuse me, for the peace of Jerusalem. But then he goes on to make more and more of these connections. Going back then, World War I, World War II, the Great Depression, to where we are today, and it's just astounding to watch this. However, the bubbles are way bigger now than they've ever, ever been before in the history of the world. But then he writes this, none of this should surprise you. The Bible says these same conditions will be present just before Antichrist comes to power. Listen, this is encouraging when you see these things. I know it doesn't sound like it, but it is. The Bible says, World War III, Revelation chapter 6, verse 4, that be the rider on the red horse, an economic collapse, Revelation chapter 6, verses 5 and 6, that's the black horse. The, you have the picture of the scales off balance, the black horse and the global famine that hits will precede the rise of Antichrist global empire. Reading today's headlines is clear. We're drawing closer and closer to the events of the tribulation. We're in the midst of a global pandemic. Israel is back in the land. Luke chapter 21, verse 11, uh, Israel is back in the land. Jeremiah chapter 23, Ezekiel chapter 37, Ezekiel chapter 38, Isaiah chapter 11, Israel's gathered back a second time. Various places of the Old Testament, God says, I'll gather you back in the last days. Folks, it's happening. Jewish people are back in Jerusalem, just like Jesus said it would happen. They have Jerusalem, just like the Bible says it would. And the gospel is being preached throughout the world, even through videos now, just as Jesus said it would. However, this is only going to continue to increase. The end times approach, he, wrote, he writes, this means the rapture also draws near. So don't despair, Jesus is coming soon. Listen, I look at all of the events that are taking place. It is remarkable. I want you to be encouraged. Jesus said, Luke chapter 21, verse 28, when you see these things begin to take place, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Again, if you've watched me before, watched my videos, you know what that term means, to lift up your heads with expectant joy. 
so you don't get too bummed out as you watch all of the events. Again, going back to my friend Jeff's book, uh, Aftershocks, it is a blessing. Not only does he connect the dots for the last days, and no, I'm not getting paid to promote this. Jeff didn't even know I was going to do this, but I'm so blessed by it, Jeff. Thank you again. But also, what to do in the meantime? Be strong in the Lord. Listen, we're in a battle, and then one day we are going home. Look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Listen, oh, by the way, don't forget, hopeforourtimes.com. Go there, uh, and uh, there's all kinds of things on my website. And the Prophecy Conference is there coming up June in Huntington Beach. I hope to see all of you there. God bless. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.